So, steep minimum wage hikes and shorter work hours have been signature policies of President Moon's income-led growth initiative. But in the face of deteriorating economic data, the administration has been forced to accept a minimum wage well short of the president's 10,001 an hour target. The 2.9% increase we'll see next year to 8,591 per hour is the third lowest rise since the nation adopted the wage system in 1988, albeit after a rapid pair of increases in the last two years well the first two years of president moon saw 16.4 percent then 10.9 percent just put things in context professor shin Sedong from the division of economics at sung women's university joins us on the line thank you for taking the time good morning alex and there's plenty to discuss in terms of labor strikes and labor responses to this minimum wage issue but the world of economics in this country has been shaken more than perhaps we expected, because the finance ministry had uh, early this month trimmed its growth projection. International bodies were even suggesting we might dip below 2%. With all this going on with Japan and the trade standoff, the the Bank of Korea went ahead with an interest rate cut yesterday to 1.5%. It's the first uh, cut in three years. What does it tell us? Does it actually just confirm those worries about the economy's outlook? Yeah, exactly, exactly. It was really uh, surprising because uh, not many people anticipated the Bank of Korea will cut, you know, the rate this time, probably in the month of August. But um, the, the Bank of Korea decided to lower uh, about a quarter percentage point the month of July, and, and that means that Korean economy is is in very poor condition in terms of domestic domain, in terms of you know, export performances, in terms of the relationship between Korea and Japan. So uh, I think it is understandable, uh, you know, for the bank to cut the rate. But the fact is, you know, what will happen to the exchange rate? What will happen to the capital flight after, you know, the fall in the Bank of Korea? I think that will be the main challenge to the Bank of Korea to to manage after the cut this month. The BOK also, um, through its leader, Ijeol, made an interesting comment that there was also a, a great honours on the government, on the supply side, on fiscal policy now to, to do its part, that, uh, in other words, lifting the brakes on the monetary side wouldn't be necessarily enough. Mm-hmm. What's your view at this point? Uh, can the government add any further policies well yeah it is understandable you uh. know in uh, in uh, in, uh, in uh, basic economic textbooks you know there are two tools you know one is monetary tool you know for example the cutting the interest rate and the other tool is the supplying more money in terms of you know fiscal policy but at the current Korean, you know, situation, uh, those two tools, interest rate and the uh, in an expensive but fiscal policy, have not been working, you know, for I think at least three three years after, you know, the President Moon. So, uh, of course, the government had to do something to uh, revitalize Korean economy, but the real problem is not coming from either, you know, fiscal policy or monetary policy. It is coming from one, the export side, which is, you know, uncontrollable for Korea. And the other one is, you know, the 
government's policy, government's policy in terms of minimum wage, uh, government policy regarding you know labor relationship. That kind of uh, very unexpected policy turn for the Moon's government has been kind of uh, freezing, you know, the private industries in terms of investment, in terms of you know expenditure. So uh, I think one of the crucial factor for Korean economy, I think, is in in the current administration. Well, with the minimum wage, we have seen this compromise, this um, decision to lift that level by just 2.9%, as we suggested before. It's, it's a modest increase. It's actually the third lowest since the nation adopted the wage system in 1988. And labour strikes began to pick up again since yesterday. Mm-hmm. Is, is it right, though, that it was such a low increase? Yeah, it might be disappointing to you know to some people like the labor union leaders or or some uh, small business owners who wanted to freeze or either cut. But I think in general, I think the two point nine percent for you know uh, the, for this year, I mean for the next year, I think it is rational. I mean it is reasonable, uh, uh, adoptable. So two point nine percent is you know in, in parallel with the uh, nominal growth because. Uh, price is increasing about 1%, and the real GDP growth is increasing a little uh, lower than, you know, 2%. So in addition to that, I think, you know, the, the nominal economic grow, uh, growth is about 3%. So th- that is compatible with, you know, 2.9% in minimum wages. So I think the Korean economy will be able to absorb 2.9% uh, minimum wage cut for the next year. Uh, minimum wage rise, but mm-hmm. albeit uh, it, it, it seems to be being met with a response as if it was a cut. And I, I just wonder whether small and medium-sized companies are still going to be okay, having already had to swallow the six, 16.4 and 10.9% hikes of the previous years. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, I, I, I adopt, I accept the 2.9% increase in, you know, the minimum wage, but the government has to supplement that with the, uh, about, uh, you know, I calculated that 2.9% increase for the minimum wage is uh, about 2 trillion one additional burden for small business owners. So, so government has to supplement some kind of uh, support program for the small business owners who have to pay, who have to pay a uh, higher, you know, wages. So the government has to adopt a certain kind of a scheme or policy, uh, 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 very, you know, uh, like to the uh, job stabilization funds that has been in operation for the two years. So government has to supplement some kind of a support program for SMEs. So calling on President Moon's income-led growth strategy, the KCTU, the Korean Confederation of Trade Unions, uh, is demanding labor-friendly policy changes like stricter corporate regulations, the abolition of South Korea's two-tier labor system. Can you tell us how likely that is? Well, you know, the, 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 the traditional problem in Korean labor, uh, you know, uh, uh, labor situation is the two-tier system, which means there are regulars and non-regulars or temporaries, and, and the two groups have very different wage levels, a very different job protection program, and very different welfare benefits. So, so labor unions... Uh, has been traditionally argued for removal of, you know, this two kind of tier system. But 
you know, removing a, a two-tier system, which means that transformation of non-regulars to regulars costs a lot to the employers. So that's why, you know, employers are kind of uh, hesitant to, you know, uh, change or convert non-regulars to to the regulars. So uh, it, it, it means a, a substantial burden for the employers. That's why it hasn't been hasn't been working for the long time. And, and it's going to take a long time uh, to make, you know, Korean non-regulars, which is about 20% of the labor forces to regulate. It's going to take a long time, and it's, t- it's going to take a lot of, you know, monies to convert to non-regulars to regulars. So I, I think it's going to be a very difficult challenge. Well, well considering how challenging all this is, uh, would you agree with some of those international forecasts that actually place Korea's economic growth in the 1% range this year? Yeah, I think very likely. You know, first half of this year, economic growth is about 1.7 or 1.8%. And considering all the kind of, uh, you know, negative environments coming to the second half, I think it's going to be very difficult to achieve 1.9% economic growth for the second quarter, I mean, second half. So uh, altogether, I think a yearly economic growth for the year 2019 will be very, very difficult to get over to point. Well, that's bleak in itself, but we also have this Japan situation, the the standoff which could strike and perhaps already is striking companies like like Samsung, like um, SK Hynix, like um, uh, LG Display, any company really that's involved in panels and semiconductors. What do you feel the impact will be from that though do you think it will be nearly as great as other questions that we've been talking about already like the minimum wage the, the negative effect of you know the uh, the controversy between korea and japan has never materialized nothing has nothing has happened yet and if japan is kind of uh, removing korea from the white list and if they continue to uh, restrict their exports to korea I think it's going to have a tremendous effect upon Korean export because most of high-tech Korean exports are made by Japanese imports. And if Japan kind of uh, control that kind of uh, export of their parts, it's going to have a devastating effect upon Korean exports. So I think... The, the effect is unimaginably high. So the government has to understand, you know, the impact, potential impact of Japan and uh, try to, uh, uh, you know, to solve the problem as soon as possible at, at, at any cost, I think. At any cost. I mean, because the, the implication of that is swallowing historical issues. And that, also, you know, yeah, diplomatic and historical, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but, but I mean, we've got a general election next year, we've got the next presidency at stake. These are huge questions, aren't they? Uh, but either way, it's going to be tough for the ruling party if, if the economy's on a downturn. Yeah, exactly. You know, if the government is, is maintaining this kind of a hotline position against Japan and the impact, the negative impact will be a lot greater. So the ruling party may be able to get a little kind of, you know, uh, the votes from the kind of hotliners, but you have to understand that in the middle, you know, who are very much influenced by economic kind of situation, uh, the ruling party is going to have a lot more to lose than to gain 
by adopting kind of a quick solution to uh, the confrontation. Professor Shin, as ever, thank you for joining us. Okay, my pleasure. Professor Shin Sedong from the Division of Economics at Sungmyong Women's University. This question over politics and historical issues and diplomacy colliding with economics, uh, Japan has made that happen. But even if we hadn't had this move by Tokyo, we're still in a situation where all too often administrations are judged by their economic performance. Uh, But that's a situation that's further clouded by the way in which the main opposition Conservative Party has been so divisive with some of its outlandish claims and comments over the last few months. If they'd just been a little bit more moderate and a little bit more conservative, perhaps they would have been having victory handed to them on a plate by what's going on at the moment. But um, we had all the five leaders of the main parties come together with President Moon yesterday. We'll see how things progress on the home front. A lot to say about it and a lot to digest in the coming days, weeks and months. Pound 1013 for 51 per message if you want to have your say.